a ton of cigar news going on. I've been waiting. Luciano Marias gave a press conference last week, only to like select members of the press that I saw that people were like posting about, but I've been waiting on some kind of article on what is to be set. Cause there was another kerfuffle now with the, the new Patissier that we talked about last week. And then there's, there's just so much nonsense going on with that. I kind of just want to see what's, what's behind the curtain. Um, it is getting to be that time of season where we're getting revved up for our top 25. Yeah, it is we, that time of year. Yeah. And we, um, would you say our list is definitive? A couple things here and there. It's 99% locked okay. at this point. Um, just waiting on a few more, uh, a few more things. Strong list. Very strong list. Um, so I'm excited. However, I will say just because, I don't know, I feel like since we don't go to the trade show anymore, that we do lose a little bit. I feel like there are probably a few things we're going to see on a lot of other lists that like we're just not going to carry, and that upsets me. Um, but it was also a weird year in terms of like new things. Uh, we were talking yesterday. I'm trying to remember this year, like big Altidus releases. You had the H. Upman uh heritage nicaragua and you had that romeo was real twisted Love sister <laughs> whatever it was called they're um, not gonna take it they're not anymore anymore but what was like another like usually Altidus has like four big yeah, remember like i can't even think of a monte ago, cristo i think the first year we did i say we i know greg was here just as a team that was the year of the Hispaniola, the 175th, the Espiritu. Yeah, I mean, and even last year we last had... Last year was the 1935. We had, we had the 1935. We had the Monte Cristo Epic Blue. We had, yeah. uh, we had, a, we had a bunch of, like, new um, products. This year, I feel like they're... I feel like they did release some kind of big Romeo, but it was maybe it was, like, a limited edition humanor that I didn't see. But, you know what? At the end of the day, it also might be smart... I've always asked manufacturers, I've asked this privately, I should ask this more publicly when I, when I interview them, but like the constant addition of SKUs, I never understood because there's, there's only a limited pool. So, you know, when a company has, and this is why I like, this is why I, I kind of lean a little bit more, you know, towards my my boutique side although i think what rafael has been doing at altidus is, is almost making it more boutique but like a company having four or five you know ecuadorian connecticut dominican dominican mellow cigars in their lineup i'm like what's the point of this like you have four of the same cigar essentially yeah you know is it because they that's all that they can get their I hands don't know. on it's or you should basically like I, I don't know if I if I were a manufacturer or you know you know on the on the level of a crown heads or a foundation I would probably have six lines and then release every line because also that's a smart something that um Michael Herklotz is doing is like I'm not making like new big projects every mm -hmm. single year I'd have six lines I would you know release them like one every year or maybe one even every other year. And then after my six lines are done, I'm going to examine them and say, all right, this one is selling the worst. I'm going to create something to replace it 
and I'm going to eliminate this one. I'm not going to create something on top of it, you know, just to because you're, you're, you're at the end of the day, you're competing with yourself, you know, like, you know how many Monte Cristos are out there? And like, listen, Monte Cristo, I guess, is a hard example because there's it's a major brand. Um, but like you usually there's a there's a group that's like for that brand. And when you start kind of cannibalizing your own lines, it just never made sense to me. Um, I'm only using Altidus as it. We can use General as an example too. The Partagas Cortado, which I, I loved, I thought it was a great cigar, but there's a Cohiba and a Macanudo and uh, you know, a whatever that that are in their in their same company that are just like that cigar, yeah. or at least fill a a similar need as that cigar. Do you think they're just playing it safe or is it like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the example would be. I don't know. If they just I, know, know that like they, those, it's going to sell. They know it's going to yeah, sell. Those specs of the they know cigar it's gonna are going to sell. So if you have kind of the same exact tobaccos and specs, but different, it's under a different brand. Yeah. People are still going to be like, Oh, well, I like the well, I think, here. And there I think and there. that ties into like a band bias. Like, like I've oh, yeah. always said that, you can take that same cigar and you slap a, a whatever label on it and it, it'll sell better or it'll sell worse just because people, will, you know, you can take, you know, the a, a $4, you know, bundle cigar. If you put an Opus X band on it and like put it in the fancy box, not only will it sell, I guarantee you there will be people who think that it is like the best cigar that they've had. There is a tremendous amount of band bias out there, which I have always been against. Now, I've been guilty of it a lot. And that's why I like finding an underdog. That's why when I first discovered like this HVC, I knew of HVC. I knew it was a very small company. We didn't do a ton of business with them. I heard a, some, some hingerlings that it was like pretty good. Um, but and don't forget, band bias does not, it's, it's not, it's more, I guess, brand bias would be the proper terminology if they're if you hear a new brand comes out and you can't trace their lineage trace their provenance if you will you know oh well it's a guy i never heard of making a brand i've never heard of in a factory i've never heard of that you know a lot of people that just turns them off it's like i why where's the lineage did you come from drew estate first does this factory also make this thing um so that going quickly back to the luciano thing uh regardless of whatever the feud is going on with those guys now, that factory makes very, very good cigars, but I think that their explosion has a lot to do with Crown Heads putting them on the map. They were making good cigars before Crown Heads came around. You know, John isn't in there in the factory, you know, making all the mm -hmm. stuff, but they exploded because of Crown Heads, and I think that that's undeniable. Crown Heads, you know, promotion but that shows that a good factory making good cigars can just keep flying under the radar, you know, without that pop. Now they're not going to suffer from band bias as, as much anymore because they were affiliated. There was a lineage, a connection to a respected entity. It's got to be very, very hard to just, I'm trying to actually think of somebody who just like started a, like, you know, a factory, with no connection to anyone else and has been successful. Everyone, there's some lineage to something. I'll talk about it in recent years, but there's some, there's no, like there's always a lineage of something bigger. Nick worked for Drew Estate. Uh, HVC uses Agonorsa as their factory. Like there's always some tie in so that like you can, you can legitimize the brand. 
I'll be honest. I've I've been handed cigars at a at the trade show by you know people like Randy. You know, I'll try my cigar, and I'm like, well, where is it made? And he'll say some factory that I've never heard of, and I'm like, who are you? And I have no idea about the guy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, it's not worth my time. And I would, listen, that was probably disparaging of me. No, there is definitely a bias. You know? um, because when, even like when I started out, um, I was, and even now, like I'll still take your word for like what to try and what not to try. My word um, is garbage. Don't ever take my word. I don't know <laughs> what the hell I'm talking about. <clears throat> but there are times where I, th- I feel like a cigar to me just looks really good. And other people have been like, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't have it. You know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. And it's like, um, and like I said, I'm very new to it. So I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, you know what? You're right. I've only been in the industry like four or five months. Like, yeah, you, you know, I trust your word, but then there's something about it where like down the road I have tried, I've tried it. And I was like, that wasn't, that wasn't bad at all. You know, I, I will trust your opinion more than someone's someone else's opinion who's only been smoking two three years yeah i'll never um, tell someone not to smoke i i, I, I just what i do with derek all the time because he has more of a joke yeah. yeah well he has his humidor of like stuff that's like good yeah but i'm like too kind of like we have all this like this high end stuff upstairs like don't smoke <laughs> that thing now like smoke that on your own time if you want but i would never say like yeah. hey that's garbage because listen every cigar has an audience and it's exactly. not you know you shouldn't disparage that's why I've never disparaged a brand or a cigar or this cigar sucks, this factory sucks. I might say that something didn't live up to my expectations. I might say it's not in my wheelhouse. Um, there's individuals I'll disparage, but again, I got to be careful with that. I think we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, guy with the Cam Newton hat. <laughs> but, uh, oh, actually, there the was, leader. did you see the guy at the, at the Grand Volcano event who had yes. the Graham, the, Cam Newton he was hat. really nice. He was super nice. I hung out with him and his wife, and I, you know, they were, they were. I was talking up the the Grand Volcano to them. They loved it. Um, I sat in front of George Stephanopoulos that night at the restaurant. Yeah, I, I met you at the at the event, and you're like, guess who I sat next to? And you showed me a picture of him like this mid bite. Yeah, like, mid <laughs> This restaurant was really cool. It was it was a restaurant called Michael's on West Fifty Fifth Street, like two two or three blocks away from the. Uh, Carnegie the of the event like at the Carnegie, which by the way, Carnegie Club. If you're ever in New York, make sure to check it out. Awesome yeah. spot, awesome Ju- spot. That's Justin's first event he worked at last year, and it was awesome. The jazz singer was great. Yeah, she, she was. She was singing modern day songs. Like uh, there's one song called "Cooler Than Me" by Mike yeah. Posner. You probably heard it before. The way she <laughs> sang cool it was meant. Me. Yeah, the way she sang it, I felt like that's what it was meant to be sung. Like it was like funny because she, she had like a group of like her theater like art friends, yeah. there, I, I, which is really cool because they were just there to support her, but they were like not cigar smokers at all, and you could tell they were just like, man, it's really smoky in here. But they yeah. were like there supporting her, which I'm like, you guys are great friends. Yeah, but they were all sitting around. Like, yeah, they were just like, what is this place? Ah, like what? What's going on here? Um, but this restaurant we went to, Michael's, food was excellent. Service was excellent. This was like our, my, our boss, Sasha, took me there. And she's used to these kind of places. The fancy places I usually go to is like a uh, fancy, but it's like a steakhouse where like yeah. I know steakhouse, like there's a, a procedure that you, you follow. And like it works at every level of steakhouse from Outback to Peter Luger's or um, you know, Gallagher's, any of like the big, like New- the, the Palm. Yeah. There's like a procedure that you follow and like you'll be, you're fine. Like they, you're, you're okay. This was like a fancy, like New York City spot that I got to, you're going to know what I'm talking about because you've seen the movie. 
it's not that it was outdated. It was a very nice, elegant spot, but it looked like it was made in like the 80s. Uh-huh. So think of the first scene of American Psycho when they're at that yes. fancy restaurant. Okay. So it was still fancy and it was still yeah. like a great place. The food was great, but I felt like it was plain. It was f- not plain. I felt like it was just in 1985, this was the style of fancy oh, okay. restaurants. Is there a reason why you think that they haven't changed? It like, just had it had it? it had that vibe to the yeah. service was great. The food was phenomenal. And I'm not saying it's out, it was outdated. Um, because listen, like once you make an institution, like Peter Luger, they shouldn't update. Smith and Malensky is like, we, I want it to look like it did in 1899. Yeah. Like leave, leave the vintage look to it. Just make sure the food is still on par. Um, but it just very much had that look and feel. And that's why I think George Stephanopoulos was there. I'm like, I feel like this is a place that people like wealthy people came to in the eighties. It was like a hips and it's still like a hip spot. Yeah. To me. It was like a hip spot. Was it in packed? The, it was yeah, it was and this was like a Thursday night. We went at like 6:30. Like all yeah. the tables were mostly full. But everyone around, not that they they weren't like old, old. They but they were like, these people probably came here when they were like getting their star. It was like the place to be in like 1985, but now they still come here because the food was excellent. But it was cool to see that because I've been to like three people asked me how I was doing, like as I walked in. They was like, Oh, how are you, sir? How, how you doing? How a a guy pulled out my chair for me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I had a Target bag with like the stuff for the event, like the magazines and the cards and whatever we were doing. And a guy at the front desk was like, oh, let me take that bag for you. And I'm just like so unclassy. I'm just like, nah, I got it. And I just put it on the spare chair we had at the table. And Sasha's like, you should, you can check that. They'll, they're like, I'm like, you sure? I got like, I think we're gonna, they're going to steal the magazines yeah. that are in the bag. <laughs> but I was just like, a, like a, such a trash, like, nah, this is my, this is my bag. I don't want your, your greasy hands all over my bag. See, if you feel like trash, I feel like a, a dumpster baby because I don't, I, I, I love when I get a chance to dress up nice, but I don't ever go to any events, I guess, minus like weddings to where I can dress up nice. Like, there was one year for a film festival I overdressed, and I was like, "I'm I'm never doing that again." But then there's times I show up and I look like I don't know, like uh, Joaquin Phoenix when he was doing that documentary, <laughs> like crazy beard, yeah. crazy hair. You know, like there's no in between. But like, um, yeah, I love going to like a, a fancy steakhouse and like for yeah. I think our third or fourth anniversary, Jess and I ended up going to uh, Roots Steakhouse, I think in Madison. Roots is good. There's one. There's also one in Morristown. Yeah, the, uh, we w- yeah we went to the one in in, in Madison. Roots is good. Roots is a good steakhouse. Not Madison. I'm sorry. Summit. Yes. And we dressed up really. It was like I want to dress up and do that, and I really liked it. But then I'm midway through. I'm like I'm getting full. <laughs> and now like, I'm starting to bust out and sweat. I'm like, well, that's the thing is, is, is nice why. isn't even nice anymore. Like a place that like 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I probably have to wear a suit to go here. You can I get mean, away with like yeah. a polo and khakis now. Yeah, like like when when I was living in Florida, like my dad would be like, "If we're going out somewhere nice, he's like, do I have to dress up?" I was like, you know, people are wearing gator Florida gator t shirts. Yeah, we're going ca- to the Olive Garden. Hats. Like it's like, not, it's you know, not, it's yeah, not like, black tie option. You don't have to. But that's you know, since I wish like there are certain events like if you go out to eat like like you know, I used to like going out with people for my birthday. Now I'm kind of like it's more so like hanging up at my house. But if I were to go, I was like, I want to like go somewhere a little bit nicer than like like I'll take you Jose Tejas or something. You know, like I'll I want to go and like you know dress up nice. I think because I think it makes me makes me feel good because every other t- like day of the week I'm like 
I, if I could wear sweatpants, I would. I'll tell so. Sasha that we should do like departmental instead of like one Christmas party for the, all of e-commerce. We should do like do it by groups, and we'll go to like a like, like a nice steakhouse. I did that for my. We'll go over my, here. We'll go to uh. Well, this is um. What the hell is this? Capital Grill. Capital. Yeah. So Tim Dillon makes a really good point about this when he was on a, a podcast where he's like, I like a corporate steakhouse. Like Capital Grill is like a corporate. It's like yeah. It's like like the whole menu is like made in a boardroom. Yeah. But it's part. <laughs> yeah. But it, it listen. The food is good. You can go to a Capital Grill here. Same as Smith Walensky is a chain. Ruth's Chris is also like a, like that kind of thing. And th- let me tell you, you go to Ruth's Chris and tell me it's not a good steak. Yeah. You know, no, there's a level of steak that steakhouse is hit, and then there's like a level above that that I think is bullshit. So like, there's a level of like a Smith and Walensky, a Gallagher's, a Roots, a Rare, a Capital Grill, where like you know it's gonna be like sixty, seventy dollars for mm-hmm. like your your ribeye, but you know, uh, um, uh, Delmonico's, um, but like it's it, it's gonna be amazing. Then you have like the Salt Bay kind of like these kind of steakhouses where they're doing Wagyu and they're doing this thing. I'm, I think those are overrated. I'm like, I didn't, a $75 bone-in ribeye Pittsburgh style at like a Smith & Walensky. Mm-hmm. You eat that and tell me that's not the best piece of meat you've ever had I in your life. I think the Salt Bay restaurant, if I'm not mistaken, his prices, I don't, I, I don't know I don't know specific numbers. I'm going to say they were up upwards to like 1200 bucks for like a dinner. Yeah. Uh, I Justin, it, do you mind looking up uh, Salt Bay's <laughs> type in Salt Bay like B A E restaurant um, prices and just give us some because he some celebrity was there for their birthday and like they took a picture of the bill and I was like what are you talking about? like French fries yeah. were like thirty five bucks yeah dude I was like come on now like yeah well, he first of all I think you pay extra because because he went viral yes I think oh, you, I course. think you pay extra but I'm like course. I don't want some slick creep. Coming out like and touching my food with yeah, his hands like, and his like video. I used to follow him. his oily fun. ponytail and his and his yes. and he looks like a, like a, like an Indiana Jones villain with those creepy glasses. <laughs> I don't want this Jamo like touching in the camera. He's looking at yeah, you and don't he's just gently, like smacking the meat. I'm like, yeah, right, dude, like, don't don't seduce my steak. <laughs> Cook yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you animal. Yeah, there's no need to. Uh, don't flirt with my meat. It. Yeah, there's no foreplay needed here. All right, season it. Put it in a pan with some butter, all right? Get it get it that char on the outside, medium rare on the inside. Bring it out with some mashed potatoes and some creamed spinach, and then get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, with your beady little eyes. God, he looks like a henchman. And I know people who have gone to, like, I know I have rich friends. I'm the poorest of my friends. Like, buy so much. Really? Oh, buy a country mile. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. I am the poorest of my friends. I think I'm in the middle. Friends. Uh, but I, but I'm still poor, so like I don't know yeah, what that says. About, I, I like, am by far the poorest of my. Well, I, I happen to choose just like when I was younger, I just chose like smart people who can keep me out of trouble and give me good advice. And of right. course, they went on to great things. Um, that's funny. Yeah, there was one time my dad took me to this nice restaurant in Newark, uh, Portofino's. Oh, mm-hmm. no, no, is it Portofino's? Shit, uh, Fornos, Fornos of Spain. And he took me one time for my graduation, and there was one night I was like, you know, Jess, let's go out and have. I was like, I know this good place. And I was like, shit, dad, like, I appreciate you because it's yeah. a lot. Like, Listen. And you pay for the piece of meat and then they they keep replenishing, like, the potatoes, the vegetables, yeah. the rice. But you're paying for that piece of, like, or meat. I, or if you want to go to, like, a churrascaria, like, yes. the Brazilian oh steakhouses, like, like a fogo de chow. Where they do, I've never been to good one. ones. I've never been to You've one. Never been. But I was, here's what I've been told, though. There's some good ones in New York City, but I've been told the best ones are in Newark. Yes. 
The best ones are in we, Newark. We all we went to one. I, I don't. Know I've been to Spanish and Portuguese restaurants in Newark. Put anything in New York City to shame. Wow. Yeah. There, Newark and it's an iron bound area. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Newark. Newark. Um. Even like Hackettack, Lodi, like out that way, they have some Portuguese, Brazilian, and and Spanish restaurants that'll knock your socks off. A paella that would Rafael Nadal would take a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> in his in his palatial uh, beachside estate. Um. But the the food out that way is absolutely fantastic. But I I I think my Deb might take me. So like for my for birthday, birthday, here's the thing. So you're gonna let her like wine and dine you now because I know you don't you hate celebrating your birthday. You say I don't hate it. I haven't been able to celebrate it for two, three a years. couple of years ago. Yeah. Two COVIDs in a row, and before that, we celebrated Pete's birthday <laughs> on my birthday. We had a surprise right. party for him. His and birthday his was birthday? in January, but his aunt was visiting for Christmas, oh. and she wasn't gonna be up. So we they wanted it was his thirtieth, and so they we had it the day after my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then two years of COVID in a row yeah. on my birthday. So it kind of always kind of sucked. But uh, that's why December, like I ain't seeing, you won't see my fat, hairy ass for a whole month. Or you, what are you doing this year? Nah, same thing or, I do. Same thing I do every no, year, no, Pinky. For your birthday, what are you going to be doing? Oh, so she wants to take me to see, and like, here's, here's the thing. She does like to wine and dine me because we don't do much. But like I have oh, her over, but like, so like as a, as a makeup for like the five nights in a row, I'll make dinner. She'll like take me out to like a nice, right? Like she just took me to the Tabor Road Tavern one night. So like she takes me, she takes care of me. Um, she got all that iron money. Yeah. All that, all that, <laughs> yes. all that copper money. Um, she wants to take me to see Book of Mormon because you know that like South Ooh. Park. And then she's like, oh, we can go. So like, you know, we'll, we'll, and she, and here's what I, what I like about her. She knows me already so well. She's like, listen. We'll do the matinee, so that way we can go to dinner at like five right and after. We can be home, home by like nine o'clock, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> "Baby, you're the greatest." <laughs> so, but she she mentioned trying to go to like a chuascaria and maybe to go with my friend. And I told was like, "Listen, if you want to do like a like a Brazilian like one of those Brazilian steakhouses, like the best ones are in Newark, Is like sausage you, and peppers one, S and P one, yeah, okay, legend." Did I you see about the beef steaks? Yeah, I. I didn't mean to involve myself. It was definitely a <clears throat> inside. I voted. I didn't even no, know No, it's him. not. It's anybody who knows. No, no. I didn't even. I, I heard him talk once. I was like, this guy's a legend. Never seen his face. And just from what you and your brother told me about him, 15 uh, steak sliders, like that's easy money for him. And I think he, what, got 27? So this was the was total. Was a wedding? No, it was a beefsteak. It was like a beefsteak oh, event. it was a beefsteak event. Beef steak event. Oh, yeah, cool. For the uh, Republican party. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't know if they were going to miss out on that. <laughs> First of all, there was so many characters there, so many gold chains and and tucked in thing. It was beautiful. I love going to those events. It was at the Brownstone, which is like oh, nice. New Jersey Central. Yes. <laughs> Literally, it's not like the Jersey Housewives own it. Uh, the food is fantastic. So the fi- I had the hold on. I got the final tally here of everything that he ate that night. I wrote it. I had to write it down. I was losing track. Um, oh, come on. I know I have this somewhere. So they brought out two. They brought out like a big plate of antipasta with like a bunch of different meats mm-hmm. and cheeses and like a tortellini salad and olives and tomatoes. So he made himself two plates of that. To start off. To start off. Then they'll, they bring you like one bowl with like a spoon and a half full of like penne with just like a red sauce. Just as like a little something. But they just bring you one bowl, and that's supposed to be it. He had three bowls of that. 
Now, this is the best what they do. Then they bring out a two big bowls, one of onion straws and one of French fries to go along with your beefsteak. So we had two big handfuls of that. And then for those of you who don't know what beefsteak is, it's basically, it's a, you know, at an event, it'll be a catering hall or a meat cutters hall or some kind of hall. Um, it actually, I found out the whole history. It originated from the city, but now it's, it was like revitalized in the past 20 years by Bergen and Passaic counties in New Jersey. Like okay. we, we do it a lot. And so they do these appetizers and then they basically get this like a big pieces of, uh, I'm thinking it's filet. And they just slice it onto these breads. The breads are about that big. And they just keep bringing trays out to your table as much as you want. And it's usually medium rare. Mr. always slips him a little extra money to get well done. And we have to yell at him. He, he likes hockey puck meat. Yeah. Um, so I, in my heyday, I would probably do 12 along with all the other food. Yeah. I could probably do 12. And you're not supposed to eat the bread. That's the thing. You stack the bread. The bread fills you up. You're in it for the meat. Exactly. I'll have like one bread just for the, you know, yeah. try it out. Uh, this time I had like six or seven beefsteaks because I'm, you know, I'm trying to... With careful. the bread or without? No bread. With no no bread. bread. I had enough bread with the pasta and plus gotcha. the okay. onion straws are so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so ended up with... Uh, so we had the handful of fries and onion straws, 27 beefsteaks... Out of those 27, one he had with the piece of bread. <laughs> Three apple cider donuts. God. That he had a Dunkin' coffee. A slice of pumpkin cheesecake. Two gin and tonics and a Negroni. Champion. Absolute champion. I mean, he could probably dethrone Joey Chestnut in the hot dog eating contest. No, he's not a speed eater. That's not his thing. Oh, uh, it's okay. He's not a speed slow eater. And steady. It's not even so. It's it's a that's the that's the psych, that's the psychotic thing. It's like it's at a a if I said if he sat down and I put twenty hot dogs in front of him, he wouldn't like shove him down his gullet. Like yeah. he wouldn't do that. But he would eat them in the same amount of time. Mean you would probably eat like three regular. Like if we're just eating hot dogs, like watching mm-hmm. a game or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was the ultimate, ultimate champion that night, which is why Deb said, like, oh, we should, you know, we can go to some place in the city with S&P. Maybe we'll take him to, like, uh, Dominic's. Dominic's is a famous Italian uh, restaurant, but they do family style. Mm. And I'm like, no. She's <laughs> like, why? I'm like, you don't take Joe to a family style restaurant. She's like, why? I'm like, because you're not going to eat any of the food. Because family style is like, they bring out, like, a big bowl of penne vodka yeah. and everyone takes a little bit. So S&P needs his portion. He wants his portion. And he, I'll show you text messages from him. Like, no, I want my portion of the food. Yeah. <laughs> he also gave me guff about the pancakes. Why? What was he's, his He's thing? a big pancake. Him and his family, him and his son, they're big pancake people. But wrong dude, we, people? we generated more engagement by talking about pancakes than in like 10 years of high-level cigar discussion. <laughs> We had more engagement with people talking about pancakes versus waffles. Than it was else. it was it was incredible. I mean, there's, listen, they're still they're still all wrong. Yeah, but but that brings me back to what I was talking when we're talking about the fancy restaurants. Is they came out and they're like, oh, you know, you get water for the table, and I'm like, yeah, and like, oh, do you want sparkling or flat? And I'm like, oh yeah, flat. And Sasha was like, no, like you gotta get sparkling. And I'm like, no. And it, we, we, they, we didn't move past that because yeah. I'm not going to like argue with my boss about this. <laughs> but I'm going to argue to you people out there. Yeah. Sparkling water, it's full disgusting. stop, is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible beverage. Yeah. It, it and if dis- you like it, I think if you like it, you, uh, 
you have some psychotic tendencies. It, it dis- I'm not staring yeah. at anybody, but I just think if you like it... It disguises itself as soda. It wants to be soda without any of the flash, without any of the substance of soda. Like Without, without the diabetes of yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, don't Don't give me... If you're going to kill me, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> don't tease yeah, don't me with your, your with your fizzy bullshit. <laughs> All right. If you want to have fizz in your drink, you better have alcohol or a ton of sugar in there. Yeah. I don't want your nonsense. And everyone is like the amount of work that takes to like fizz it up, and like you're not gonna do anything else. You're just gonna make it fizzy. It's it. it, Everyone's like, it's a good supplement of soda. No, I don't want the supplement of soda. Either I'm gonna stop drinking soda and hate myself. I'm gonna drink soda and have a good afternoon. Like there's no in between. My wife has a seltzer machine. That's like saying, oh, instead of eating that hamburger, a good substitute is going for a walk. It's not the same thing. It's, it's not bullshit. At all. Not at all. It's nonsense. It tastes like static. It, 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 I always, somebody will hand it, I always think it's going to be a Sprite, and then I'll drink it, and I'll spit it. I'll, I'll spit it out. All right? And especially, especially in New York City. New York City has the best tap water in the world. Literally, my grandfather yes. used to bring us jugs of just like New York City tap water because it's I mean, so they good. Use it for pizza and bagels. Yeah, it's so good. It's the cleanest. Yeah. You're gonna ruin that by putting it in some artificial bubble. What am I, a child? I don't need your bubbles to drink. I think that's what I think. Fizzy water is for people who are not grown up enough to just drink regular water that they need to hydrate. Yeah, and like the people will say, like. My mom drinks it. My mom drinks it by the know, by the by the gallon, and she's a psycho. My, yeah, my Jess is like, she's like, oh, I'm really dehydrated. I was like, did you have water today? She's like, yeah, I had sparkling water. I'm like, no, did you have real effing water? Yeah. Like that, it's real water versus that sparkle bullshit that no one like. I can't believe people spend their money on it. I'm gonna tell you and something they waste else. Their time on it. If I if I go, this is the worst, and you're gonna agree with me. You ever go to like a McDonald's or something, and then you you put your thing in the soda machine, and the, but they didn't calibrate it right, so you're like you think you're drinking like a nice crispy Sprite, and it turns out like oh this is just seltzer. Yeah. I would rather have a roach in my hamburger than than accidentally substituting a, a crisp sweet soda, which I don't even really drink anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really just on water, coffee, and the occasional wine, uh, the occasional red wine. But like, don't give me your your bubbly again bubbles. That's what you use to get kids to take a bath. It's like, oh, we'll disguise the bath. We'll put bubbles in. We'll make it fun for you. Yeah, Yeah, we don't need that. I'm a grown up. All right, I'm down in six, seven bottles of Poland Spring a day. All right, I was and oh, Poland Spring is the is the debate with my cousins. What's the best ranking of water? The three younger cousins said they don't taste a difference in water. There is a difference. Dasani is close to sparkling water, so that can go. Yeah, Dasani. Dasani is like is toilet water. It's yeah, toilet yeah. water. But Poland Spring reigns supreme. I right? think in I terms of the it. regular level of water, once you get into Evian or Fiji, that's yeah. a whole different. And I, I, while I think Fiji water is delicious, you're spending too much on water at that yeah. point. I'm not yeah. spending. <laughs> yeah. I mean, theoretically, it's free. It is. It is. It's coming it is. down all the time. <laughs> it's everywhere. I can't walk five feet Our in New Jersey without like this water is going to happen. There's a sink. Or there's a lake. There's some water is going to happen. So paying seven dollars for a bottle of water is crazy, but in terms of like your regular, you have the Dasani's, your Aquafina's, and then your Poland Spring. Poland Spring is superior by far. It's like yes. it's not even a close race. They're not even running in the same race. No, no. They're swimming backwards. Poland Spring and everybody else. Everything else bottom if we're of the on barrel. the topic of water. Do you drink out of uh, water fountains in public anymore? I mean, I if I have to, yeah, I will. When we were in Connecticut, I was like really thirsty, and someone's like, "There's a water fountain over there," and I was like. 
uh, yeah, I'll do it. I'm really thirsty. But a part of me was like, Ugh. yeah, as long but, as it just, but when you're a kid, it goes back to when you're a kid. Like I would spend like five minutes there just, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, listen, COVID changed everything in terms yeah, of like putting true. your mouth on different things. True, true. But yeah, for, um, for not shut up, Justin. Yeah. I see you smiling over there. <laughs> Why do you like sparkling water? No, I don't even want to hear it. Uh, I don't even want to hear his reasons. No, go ahead. Tell us. Exactly. Exactly. You can't, no one can give me a one solid reason because it doesn't taste better because it's not, it's not, it doesn't taste different. It like in terms of the actual taste, like the sensory of taste, like the flavors, it's the same flavor. It's just spiky. It's like, it's like yeah. a porcupine liquid. It, it, it does nothing it's oddly enough, like I don't, and I don't know why. Maybe this is me. Maybe I'm a little crazy. I truly find it gross. If you said, "Do you like, w like, would you like, like, you're thirsty? Have this cup of sparkling water." I would rather not drink it. It actually does not taste good to me, and it's because when I taste fizz, I expect flavor. I expect either a beer flavor or I expect a soda flavor. Yep. I do not expect nothing. You're a palate cleanser. <laughs> Don't give me that nonsense. Wasabi's a palate cleanser. Yeah. You wasabi. Sandpaper will do that too. <laughs> wasabi over anything. And listen, I'm Italian. They hate me over there. Because San Pellegrino is a big deal. Yeah, but I'm like, I... listen, I can't agree with everything you guys did. Yeah. World War II for one of them. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't back Italy on every single thing. Yeah. You guys have made some bad decisions. I think one of their last prime ministers was like a criminal. <laughs> like, you guys are... So, you, criminal prime ministers... Seltzer. Seltzer. San Pellegrino. Yeah. And World War II. You guys were wrong. Yeah. Everything, Everything else, Italy is pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. And the mafia, but they have a lot of good movies. Well, people, yeah. Mafia is idolized. You know, people want to be in the mafia. Yeah. Half but of hip hop is talking about that. I, had, uh, this is I would rather go days without drinking than if someone was like, Here's a seltzer for you to survive. Can't do All it. right, well, goodbye, crew world. I'm out of here. I cannot. Dude, you, I cannot. Drink I can it. be. I can be with the 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 bosses. We can be at the fanciest establishment ever. I'm in a suit and tie, and we're talking serious business. And if they bring me a, let's say I order a sprite, but they didn't calibrate their machine, and they just bring me a glass, mm -hmm. and in the glass. Looks like Sprite. It's got all the makings <laughs> of a Sprite. Seven Up, yeah. uh, Fresca has a little bit of like a, a hue to it because of the yeah. grapefruit. But it has all the makings of a delicious, snappy lemon lime soda. And then you go, oh, I'm gonna have this little. Yeah. And like you're talking this business. Yeah, it's, it's refreshing. refreshing. It's gonna. It's a wave of sugar and yeah. niceness is gonna overtake me. And you take a sip. And <laughs> I will spit it out in front of my bosses. I will spit it out, and I will. Dem and I, I am so nice to customer service people. Mistakes happen. I always overtip. If you accidentally bring me a sparkling water, you're not getting a tip, and I'm going on Yelp. That is disgusting. It is a it is a phony drink, and it should be abolished. I'm envisioning you spitting it out, and it just lands. I would throw it in their face. I would throw it in their face. What is this bullshit? Bring me Poland Spring. Oh man, God. Oh, that is the. That's probably your top. Three rant ever. Oh, I, love that. I hate it's one of it's so if Nick Cage hands you or whoever is your idol hands no, you. No, I would talk. I would no, <laughs> no, no. Thank you. Yeah, I can't do it, dude. It's one of those things where like I won't even drink to be polite. Like I don't really like seafood, yeah. but if I go over, like if my girlfriend's family is like come over for dinner <laughs> and they make a seafood, I'm gonna eat it just yeah. because like to be polite. I probably and I probably would like it. I just don't choose to eat a lot of seafood. But if they were like, oh Nick, we have. Sparkling water, I'll just be like, no, I'm okay. I'll drink the motor oil in the garage. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't even drink See, it to be I, polite. I'm big. I love 
candy, cookies. Sometimes I'll turn down cake and, and ice cream. I in the summer, like my friends and wife are like, let's go get ice cream. I'm like, I'm good. They look at me like I just probably ran over a puppy. Like they don't understand it. Mm. There's times when I do turn down like cake and people are like, you're not going to have a piece of cake. Yeah, cake like, is all, cake is not. We got that cake, next people, week. We're talking yeah. about cake. <laughs> people cake like, is a little okay. overrated. But like, every, like literally, J- Jess will like force drink the seltzer. You got to take a sip. I'm like, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, even if I take the sip, like I'm just not going to like it. Like I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to like it. I'm going into it because I hate seltzer. Listen, well, this one's different. It's not though. Remind it's me not. of this next week because I can go on for another hour about this. Personally, and here's the big hot take, but we've got to save it for next week. I personally think dessert is overrated entirely. And I know, I know you're a sweets guy. I think dessert is overrated as a thing myself. So really, really, I'll, I'll save it for next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll because we can have a whole something. episode yeah. on that next week. <laughs> right. But I get your feeling. Yeah, like I'm, I don't. I don't want your, I don't want your fuzzy water. No. <laughs> All right. It, t- it tastes like it went, it, it, this tastes like if I left water out for 30 years, yes. this is what happened. It, yes. it, it went bad. This tastes like, like what happens if water goes bad. Drink, and I know you're not supposed to health-wise, a Poland Spring bottle of water that was left in the sun in July yeah. for four hours, then that. It would be so much more refreshing. It would. Because be. here's the thing. The ref- when you, you ever have, like, have a Coke and a smile and you see like the commercial, yeah. the refreshing part about a soda is that it's ice cold and it's sweet. The refreshing part is not the fit. There is nothing refreshing to cool you down or calm you down about what what tastes like audio static. Yes. It's not a refreshing <laughs> thing. So if you're taking out the sweetness and the fun of a soda pop, and you're just giving me the worst parts of it, it's not refreshing. People, how can people be like, oh, I'm so thirsty? That's what it sounds like going exactly. now. It just sounds like static. All right? So... Let's see what people have to say about. Let's see what the pancakers out there have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're, you liked pancakes too, right, Justin? Okay, all right. At least you're right about something. Yeah, at least you got one yeah, one good right idea going on thing, in that man. Noggin. Yeah. All right, that's seltzer all. Seltzer knocked you down a peg, but that's all I got for the week. So Leah, leave your seltzer comments. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Um, hopefully, we can do some kind of dress up for Halloween next week. We'll see how yes. it goes. Um, but until then, as always, my friends, keep them lit.